everybody. How are you doing? This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, November the 23rd. Today is Mailbox Monday, my favorite day of the week of the podcast. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. Wow, you guys have made it to Thanksgiving week. And right now we are on the last week of our study in Revelation at MomStrong International. If you missed part one in October and you want to hop on board for the final week of part two, you can still purchase October study in the store at HeidiStJohn.com. So what we're doing is we're uploading those studies for purchase separately. A lot of you are saying, hey, I want to jump in, want to see where you were. That's a totally uh, great way for you to do it. Uh, This has been an exciting journey together and we are really loving studying with you guys. So we'll drop a link to part one in the show notes today. So it's going to be easy to find. As we come into Thanksgiving this week, uh, I'm going to encourage you guys again. Listen, the Lord is on his throne. All right. So stay in there, stay faithful. Uh, I'm going to encourage you to get together. I mean, find a family that needs somebody this, this, uh, this season say, Hey, would you come together and break bread with us? We're going to come before the Lord. We're going to worshiping together. We're going to eat so much turkey that you're going to want to take a nap afterwards. Uh, I know at our house, uh, we're inviting people over. We're going to do a candlelight dinner and I can't wait. I cannot wait. We are called to give thanks to the Lord. And I just, I know that the Lord's going to do something this Thanksgiving that he has not done in previous Thanksgivings, partly because of what he's doing in the world right now and in the culture. So I hope you guys are enjoying this week with your children. Uh, I hope that you'll take the time. Moms, make cookies with your kids. Teach your daughters how to make, you know, turkey stuffing and all the things. Uh, we do something every, uh, almost every time that we've hosted at our house, which is something we started, oh my goodness, probably 25 years ago, where um, I make placemats for everyone who's coming. And then when people come in, they have an opportunity to write on that placemat something that they love about that person. So several years ago, I want to say we had like 75 people at our house and it was a little on the crazy side. So I'm not really sure how uh, how we're going to do it this year, but can I just say right now, wow, you guys, if you can think of something that's really special and I'll link back to some of my favorite Thanksgiving books and stuff in the show notes today. And also my favorite Christmas books. I'll link back to those because you can get those at Amazon, what have you. Uh, but it's this is an awesome time for you just to say, Lord, thank you for you to, to look at your kids in the eyes Tell them why you love them and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you that we live in this house. Thank you that you take care of us. Thank you that we know we're going to go home to be with you someday. Thank you for that security that we have of knowing that you love us. All of these things. And so uh, I will link back to some of my uh, my favorite Thanksgiving Day traditions. Several years ago, I was featured in Real Simple Magazine, and I'll see if I can find that little article for you, that little gem. And uh, you guys can take a look at that. It kind of explains how I did the placemats. All you really need is um, cardstock, like cardstock paper. And then I just write the names of everybody who's coming. Everybody gets their own piece of paper and it turns into their little placemat. And then we always have pens on the tables and we just write around the table. You know, we what we do is we pass those um, placemats around the table and everybody writes, I go, Oh, look, I've got, you know, grandma Jerry's placement. I write on grandma Jerry's how much I love her and why, Oh, look, I've got, you know, my little, uh, my nephew, you know, I've got uh, my nephew Jacobs or I've got my grandson Noah or whatever it is. Um, it's an awesome opportunity for you guys to really make the most of Thanksgiving this year. I say you pull out all the stops. 
all the stops. So it's the 23rd right now. If you still got a frozen turkey in your freezer, take it out. Take it out, take it out, take it out. Uh, it's time for that that turkey to be thawing out. You don't want to wait until the night before, even tomorrow for that matter. Take it out today because uh, today is Monday. <laughs> So speaking of Monday, speaking of Monday, it's Mailbox Monday and you guys are awesome. You have been sending me in the best questions, such an engaged audience. I really, really appreciate it. And the first one I'm going to answer today comes from Carolyn. She says, hi, Heidi, I am a fellow anti-masker. Woot, woot, high five and a fist bump for you, Carolyn. She says, I have lots of healthy friends who wear them. It really bothers me that they've bought into the scamdemic. Do you have any advice as to what I should do about uh, my friends who think this way? All right. So, Carolyn, no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm just like, I don't even I don't even know. Uh, and you guys, I've got I'm getting so many mask questions and I'm going to read a couple of them today. But here's the thing. I think what Dr. Simone Gold said a couple weeks ago and Dr. Urso, I think what they have been saying is that education is power. Continue to share education. Education is important. And what we're up against right now is a spiritual battle in nature. But if people can start to see that the the numbers don't, ma- don't match the mandates and that mandates aren't laws and that they can start to seeing, oh my goodness, like it's just because you've got a bunch of cases doesn't mean you've got a bunch of sickness. There are lots and lots and lots of pe- pl- places and people who are getting tested for COVID and they're getting tested and their test is coming back positive and they're asymptomatic. They didn't even know they had it. It's not even, it's not even bothering them. This is the only test that you can take, you know, only disease that you can get that you can't even know if you have it unless you take a test. It's silly. Also, I'm starting to hear uh, insurance companies, life insurance and places like that who won't insure you if you've tested positive for COVID because they're saying that they don't know what the final outcome will be. This is criminal. It's criminal. So I always say, you know, education, educate, educate, educate. And so that's what I would do if I had friends that, um, that, you know, and I do do that. I do it on my Facebook page. You know, if you've got someone you can have a conversation with, have a conversation with them, but that knowledge, that education is really important. And one thing I've noticed about the scamdemic is you guys ever know, so we don't go backward. We always just go forward. So they might hit pause for a little while, but oh, we're back to the lockdowns. Pause for a little while. Make you guys feel like you got your freedom back. Oh, we're back to this. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, we're going to take this away from you. Uh, it's political in nature. Like I keep saying, the science does not back it up. The science is not on their side. And so I, I'm i a huge fan of education. If you can find the podcast that I did with Dr. Simone Gold, all of the ones I did with America's Frontline Doctors. Um, Rick Green was another great guest talking about how unconstitutional this whole thing is. That's a great place for you to start. All right. Next question comes from Chantel. Hey, girl. She says, Heidi, how do you handle division among family members over mask wearing? Uh, we love my parents dearly, but they have fallen prey to fear of the Rona because my mom is an in, uh, immunocompromised cancer survivor. They put their full faith in masks and now decide who they will and won't spend time with based on whether they wear masks. I have said they have said unkind words about non-maskers in front of us and our children. My husband and I have decided to start perpetuating the lie that masks work after independent research and listening to truth tellers like you, Chantel. Thank you so much. Uh, that's kind of what I was saying before, um, you guys, we just have to do our homework. You know, if you look to see what's happening in Oregon and Washington right now, even though uh, Kate Brown and King Inslee have locked the state down, 
they don't have the science to back it up. And and uh, there are a lot of groups right now that are trying to get lawsuits together. And in the meantime, just keep doing your homework. I told you uh, the other day that I have... I've gotten out of when I go in the store, I've, uh, my game face is on. <laughs> and there was a woman, I, I don't know if she's listening there or not, but there is a woman who saw me in the store. This happens to me frequently, right? Particularly because I've done a bunch of Facebook lives. And so people in my area, oftentimes they'll recognize me. Well, I'm in, you know, I'm in our store in, in Fred Meyer and I don't have a mask on. And when I do that, I'm not trying to fight with anybody. I don't want to fight. I just want to go in and get my groceries and, and, and come home. And uh, this lady comes up to me and she said, you know, I mean, she may be like a half an aisle away from me. And she said, excuse me, excuse me. And I looked and I thought, oh boy, here we go. She said, are you Heidi St. John? And she had the mask kind of, she was wearing it underneath her chin. And I said, you know, yes. She said, oh my goodness, thank you so much for what you're doing. And she's loud. You guys, she was being so loud. And the tension in these grocery stores already so thick, you can cut it with a knife. And this woman is like, I don't wear my mask on my nose anymore because of you. And in fact, I'm going to take it off right now. And she takes it all the way up, puts it in her pocket. And I'm like, oh my word, I'm going to die. Like, because I don't, I'm not here to like, you know, I don't want to confront a masked person. I just want to demonstrate that you don't have to do it. And I'm not going to do it, but I'm not trying to draw attention to myself. I certainly don't want to fight with anybody. And I think when you say that your parents have said unkind words about non-maskers in front of you, that's like, that's just super unkind because they know how you feel. I totally agree with you. Stop perpetuating the lie that masks work and then keep sharing the information. Just like the caller before you, I would say, oh my goodness, uh, this is a really awesome opportunity for us to start to stand on our own two feet. We're getting an opportunity to do it. And it's important. So uh, I think, you know, be loving, you know, and as much as you can, you know, we are called to live at peace with everyone. This is uh, straight out of the Bible. Living at peace with people doesn't mean being doormats for people. And that's where, you know, this sort of sloppy agape comes in. Right. So I think that's that's really important. Uh, Really quickly, I'm going to play a message that was left from Shannon. You guys can leave me voicemails. And in fact, I wish more of you would do it. I love the I love being able to insert your voicemail into the podcast. It's fun to kind of hear something a little bit different. This one comes from Shannon. So let's listen to Shannon's comment and then I'll answer it. Hi. Heidi, my question for you is, um, have you discussed on a podcast or through one of your books, your upbringing and kind of your background with trial and tribulation? Um, I noticed lately you've been touching on your uh, childhood and growing up in abuse. And I'm curious if you've gone into further detail and kind of a background as to how you have become the strong woman that you are today in Christ. Um, so if you have already done that, um, are you able to maybe put a post up showing where I can listen in? Or if you have not, would you be willing to address that on a podcast um, and kind of bring us to current day Okay, so Shannon is asking about um, how often I've talked about my upbringing and whether or not I've written about it. The answer is yes. I wrote about it in a book called Becoming Mom Strong. And it really is the story of me coming from a place of weakness and the Lord blessing my husband and myself with seven children and my working through 
um, you know, coming from just a place of anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. I told you, you guys have heard me talk about here on the podcast many times, my struggle with uh, anxiety and panic. And I was on medications for, oh, for goodness sake, 25 years at least. I've been on every anti-depression, anti-anxiety medication on the market. And the Lord has set me free from those. It really was a miracle. I'm, I'm a work in progress like all of you. But I know that God wants us to be free. He doesn't want us to be chained. He doesn't want us to be chained to um, something that we can uh, get help from. So I'm not saying, like, if you're listening to this right now and you're struggling with anxiety and you're on medication, I'm not saying stop cold turkey, all right? Please don't do that. What I am saying is I think that there's freedom and it starts by just knowing who we are in Christ. And uh, there was a lot in my heart that needed to be healed, a lot of brokenness, a lot of um, shame and I didn't really know who I was. I, you know, I didn't know how loved I was and that's a lot of it. And so Shannon, I would just say, I mean, I've written about this a lot. I've written about it on my, on my show. I'll link back to some of those, the most recent one I did talking about anxiety and my struggle with anxiety and how essential oils played a big role in that. That's part of it. I'll link back to that in the show notes today also. But check out my book, Becoming Mom Strong. It also comes with a six-week, or it doesn't come with, but you can purchase a six-week Bible study. And uh, and there are lots of lots of uh, moms groups doing that right now. So Becoming Mom Strong is available anywhere that books are sold. And I uh, hope you guys will be encouraged by that. So thank you, Shannon, for uh, sending me that voicemail. I appreciate it. All right, next question comes from Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. So Chelsea's going to fall into the category of so many of you right now who's struggling with um, what's happening with in-person church meetings. She said, Heidi, I really love my church and we've been meeting in person for a while. They are asking us to wear masks, but if we have a medical condition and choose not to, they don't pry. Their reasoning for the mask wearing is so we can be loving to our neighbors. They have said that everyone falls on different areas of the spectrum regarding effectiveness, but are encouraging us to be loving to those who are more at risk or uncomfortable. Also, also, we are trying to submit to our government leaders, and because mask wearing does not conflict with God's word, we should submit. What are your thoughts on their reasoning? Love your podcast. Thanks for all you do. Keep fighting. All right, Chelsea, I'm going to link back to a couple of other podcasts podcasts. Instead of spending a bunch of time answering this today, I'm going to, I'm going to link back to several other podcasts that I have done with people like Rick Green, who have basically talked about, uh, and Bill Jack talking about how this, this, it is just a sloppy application of scripture, particularly of Romans 13 saying, submit to governing authorities when we know that what they're doing is wrong. We are not called to perpetuate a lie. We're called to live in truth and to hold our leaders accountable. And when you know that what's happening around you isn't constitutional and it isn't correct, it's not ungodly and unbiblical to stand against it. In the United States, we are the people are Caesar. And so we're talking about submitting to governing authorities when really the governing authorities work for the people, they govern at the consent of the people. And so what's happened is this, you know, this and this completely, um, what's the right word? A manipulative application of Romans 13. I just heard a pastor do it the other day. You guys heard me read the uh, the statement from BioLogos talking about, um, talking about, you know, mask wearing and how because of your faith in Jesus, you'll wear a mask. That's ridiculous. And they're going to answer to God for that. That's actually not what God says at all. And so to be, you know, to be perfectly clear, you know, once at the beginning of this, when we didn't actually know what was going on and we weren't sure what it was going to look like. Yes, of course, we did the masks, we social distanced. Then we realized, oh my goodness, they're using this to do all all manner of other things. 
and the science doesn't back it up. You know, I, I think the fear that goes along with the masks, you know, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Why aren't the churches talking about that? Oh, why aren't they doing that? Well, we're living in a culture right now that is absolutely saturated with untruth. And speaking about that, um, Chelsea, before I forget, I'm going to be uh, speaking for Answers for Women, for my friend Ken Ham for the Answers and Women uh, Answers for Women Conference 2021 in Williamstown, Kentucky at the Ark Encounter. You guys are going to want to come. Second uh, Corinthians chapter uh, 11, verse three, this is Paul, but I'm afraid that, uh, that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a, a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. And there is deception all over the Christian community right now. And so we're going to be spending March 19 and 20 talking about that at the Creation Museum at the Ark Encounter. And uh, I want you guys to come. And I know that their early bird rate ends really quickly. So if you're interested in coming to see me there, uh, that's where I'm going to be. So March 19 and 20, that's also the same weekend. For those of you who are wondering, uh, I will be speaking, I'm, I'm two-timing it that weekend because I'll be in Nashville speaking for uh, for my friends at the Teach Them Diligently conference. And then I'm going to scoot on over and speak for answers for women. So that's happening. These are questions that people are asking right now because the church has basically done a, a lousy job of addressing them and we can do better. And so I'm going to encourage you guys away from this place of, of letting pastors and church leaders manipulate you and say, if you don't want to wear a mask, that somehow you're not uh, in submission to God's word. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think that's the case at all. All right. Uh, last question today comes from Kendra. It's actually more of a comment, which is why I'm going to end the show today. I wanted to read it to you. She said, Hey, Heidi, this is not really a question, but a huge concern I feel like needs addressing. I grew up with a gentleman whom I recently reconnect with on Facebook who has come out as a gay Christian. Not only has he come out, though, he is preaching at LGBTQ encouraging churches, not a normal church, a lesbian run pastor church, one church Tempe, Arizona. Now, this person and another lady have a podcast uh, called Open Bible Podcast, and I'm familiar with it because it's nothing but heresy. Don't even try to go and listen because it'll totally bum you guys out. Uh, they are trying to share what they call LGBTQ affirming theology and show proof that Christians should not have a problem with these types of people. This is so dangerous and I'm heartbroken over it. These are things that the next generation is going to have shoved in their face and are going to use the excuse, uh, uh, use to excuse their passiveness of this movement. All right. So I'm, I'm already familiar with the podcast. Kendra, thanks for writing in to talk to me about it. Listen, this is, this is part of, again, back to that sort of sloppy agape that I keep telling you guys about this sloppy agape that's, you know, that's leached really into our churches because pastors have been unwilling to address what God says about homosexuality. God is very clear about male and female. He's very clear about human sexuality. Sex is between one man and one woman in the confines of marriage. And actually the church for forever and ever, amen, wasn't really talking about premarital sex, but they were definitely condemning the gay community. And it's almost like we we just want to pick a thing and and camp out on that when God's saying, no, it doesn't work that way. And it doesn't work that way. And so teaching the whole counsel of God and not part of it, I think is where we need to, where we need to land. And so honestly, I think that that is where we are. So I'm going to encourage you again, if you know God's word, and I know a lot of you listening to this do, stand on the truth of God's word. And when you hear where there are uh, people that are struggling, struggling, struggling to 
lean into the truth of God's word, or maybe they've been manipulated by an emotional argument that's been given for a spiritual problem, which is always the arguments. Because when I hear people say, well, they're teaching about the theology of uh, being gay affirming. Well, that's sloppy theology. That's no theology at all. That's just man's opinion. God is very, very clear on this. It's not actually hard to understand. We just don't like it. Right. And so whenever that's the case, we got to take a step back and say, okay, Lord, what is it that you want me to do now? And how does this look for me according to your word? And that needs to be the bottom line, according to your word. And you guys can do it. I want to thank you guys for writing in. Um, I'm going to get to questions in the next couple of days from Hannah and Lindsay and Emmy, just to name a few of you. And so I, I see you here, but I'm out of time for today. And if you guys have questions for me, I really want to hear from you. You can reach out to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Um, I'd love to hear from you. And also you can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm. I will link back to all these things in the show notes today. We sure love you guys. Thank you so much for your prayerful support of this ministry. And uh, we want to encourage you, stay faithful. The Lord is still on his throne. And don't forget, take your turkey out of the freezer. I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. 